My Town, live with Rod Hawker. Welcome to 100.9 The Line. This is Rod Hawker, and we are your official COVID-19 update station, serving our community along the Mason-Dixon line. And I've got a great young lady on the phone right now, Miss Kim Kreider. Kim, good morning. Good morning. It's always nice to be called young early in the morning. <laughs> well, you're a bubbly young lady. I love bubblers. and uh, the, So I appreciate you coming on this morning this early and talking to us. And Kim, just uh, give, oh, you a, bet. give us a, a, a little background real quick. Wait, what you do for a living? Well, I uh, teach yoga and um, my, my background is in mental health. Um, and I'm also a health coach. All right, and I love it. Uh, health coach, mental health, yoga, all those things that right now you think, man, when people are locked in for a couple weeks here and they're practicing good social distancing and all the things that we're to do to control this COVID-19, you got to think, well, you know, it's it's good to um, meditate and so forth. So let's just lean right into the whole yoga conversation right now, if you don't mind for me, because I'm really interested in yoga anyways, and, and I'd like to learn more about it. So walk me through the process and what you would recommend. Well, um, you know, there's, there's lots of um, pieces to yoga. Most people are familiar with the physical practice, right? The, mm-hmm. the part that um, we see in magazines and on YouTube and all of those places. So, um, I, you know, people that are quarantined at home or maybe uh, practicing social distancing at home um, would be starting typically on some sort of YouTube channel or videos of some sort. And I always encourage people to um, be mindful of starting any new physical activity. Uh, take your time. Do it slowly. Get to know. I'd, I'd almost recommend watching videos first following it all the way through and um, being mindful of any physical, um, oh gosh, infirmities that you may have that mm-hmm. would you need to modify things. But um, yeah, the, the great thing about yoga is it is a moving meditation. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's usually meant to flow from one pose to another, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. And, uh, in conjunction with breathing at the same time in a very mindful way. So it can be very calming and soothing uh, once you get into that flow. Mm -hmm. Kim, you had mentioned YouTubes. Now, do you have a a YouTube? Because I know you do classes or you were doing classes before the shutdown here uh, at different locations. So how are you reaching out to those people? Are you doing... Um, I personally don't have a YouTube. All my classes right now are canceled. Everywhere that I teach has closed. So um, I personally have not gone to video. Um, that's, uh, I'm in that process, but it, it won't be anything that, um, there won't be lots of videos out from me personally. So I rely on videos myself mm-hmm. <laughs> for um, from other teachers that are well established. All right. Well, can you give any recommendations uh, along that line? Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, there is a worldwide uh, YouTube ch- 
channel called um, Yoga with Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-E. And um, she's fantastic. She has um, videos where she goes very slowly, videos for beginners, um, all the way up to, you know, high-level yoga. Um, I personally trust her because uh, her videos are very much um, based on alignment of our joints, making sure we're safe, and that's important when somebody is starting yoga for the first time. Um, the Yoga Academy, where I was trained as a yoga teacher, uh, also has a, uh, uh, videos, and that's OM, O-M, my, M-Y, yoga in Harrisburg, Camp Hill. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. And, and both of these, then, they would have a starting point. Like, say, you're sitting at home and you're bored and you think, you know, I want to start yoga. Uh, and I key in with the Yoga with Adrian or the Yoga Academy. And they, they would start with, if you're a novice, let's say, this is my first day on the job, so to speak, with yoga. And they would yep. start them from the front or from the beginning. Yep. You, if anybody is looking to start yoga for the first time, find videos or classes that specifically tailored to beginners. It should have beginners in the title somewhere or gentle in the title somewhere. Those would be the safest places to start. Okay, well, that's that's awesome. Well, holy smokes, Kim, it, it's at 7.42 already. I'm going to bounce out of here for a quick minute. We're going to be right back with Kim Crowder, yoga instructor, fitness guru, and mental health expert. And we're, I like call people gurus and experts. Uh, it's good because you are, Kim, and we love you, and thanks for coming on today. We're going to be right back with Kim, and we're going to talk a little bit about the mental health side of things as we... Take a break here on 100.9 The Line. Okay, welcome back to 100.9 The Line. We're serving our community with information and news from both sides of the Mason-Dixon line. I'm Rod Hawker. I've got Kim Kreider on the line. And, Kim, again, thanks for being with us today. You bet. Kim, you you mentioned that uh, you've got a a background in in mental health, uh, mental wellness. Can you expand on that for me? What uh, Did you go to school for that, or what, what do you have in that? I did. I have a master's degree in clinical psychology from Penn State. All right, master. Wow, that's fantastic. From Penn State, of course, everybody knows where Penn State is and what kind of credentials that is. Well, good for you. That's fantastic. So during this uh, during this shutdown and uh, from a mental side of things, do you have any ideas or creative things maybe people could do to stimulate the mental I mean, if you get into a depression kind of a thing, if there's ideas that you could uh, share with us to help. Sure. Um, I would say to um, a few things. Be mindful of how much you are tuning into the news every day. I would limit how much news we're taking in Uh you know, maybe 30 minutes a day or 30 minutes of reading a day, uh, limit that because it can be overwhelming and lead people to anxiety and or depression. Um, you know, physical activity, even indoors, um, maybe out in your yard, if that's safe for you, uh, staying physically active certainly helps. Um, matter of fact, while I am on this interview, I am walking. Um, I have stacked my laptop up on books, so I have a standing desk instead of sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, also um, focusing on helping other people, whether that's just making phone calls, checking in on people, 
um, shifting our focus away from ourselves sometimes is very helpful to quell anxiety uh, and or depression. So, um, you know, focusing on support and help is, is certainly helpful. Um, and also, it's so easy right now to turn to comfort food. Um, but if you can make sure you're getting your fruits and your vegetables and healthy grains and those sorts of things, um, that definitely helps keep our bodies fueled and healthy, drinking lots of water, really kind of turning back to the basics. <laughs> yeah, I love it, too. You're, you're exactly correct, Kim. We're getting back to the basics. We're talking about eating healthy, exercising, doing things, brain-stimulating things. Uh, awesome advice. Thank you so much for all that. And the, the one you led with is I'm spot on with you on that. Mindful of how much news input you take because you can just get beat down. I mean, I know the people that you know, they're in front of that TV set. I mean, it seems like 24-7. Whether whatever news channel you listen to, it can get awful depressing and beat you down. So that was spot on advice. I appreciate I appreciate you sharing that advice as a person that's got a degree in mental wellness, which I do not, of course. But uh, as you, a degree person, that would be the first thing you said. That that means a lot and carries a lot of weight. So I uh, encourage all those that are out there that uh, to take heed to that bit of warning. Uh, the the news and get out there and do the physical activities, especially when you're locked in. You know, most people have a yard today. They can be out by themselves and out there digging out. We, <laughs> Brad and I were talking, Brad Evans from Barley Tree and I were talking about this yesterday. Of course, this time of year when everybody, you know, you hear the robins chirping, you want to be out in your yard digging out those weeds. And you can do all that uh, by yourself and especially with your spouse if because obviously you're locked down with <laughs> your spouse. You're going to share yeah, things. Yeah, <laughs> Nature is great medicine for mental health. So if you can be out, even if you're just sitting in a lawn chair out in your yard, um, that is so good to be out in nature for our mental health. Uh, uh, Just putting our our feet, our bare feet on the ground is uh, really uh, gets endorphins going and um, it's very calming. Sounds weird, but it's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, you said the endorphins. Another key word. Uh, we like to use those endorphins uh, when we're down, you know, by water. You know, but if you're by the bay or you know yep. city or the 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 waves crashing, they just release those endorphins that just makes you feel better, and that's a good thing. And another key thought you had uh, advice is to call someone and thinking of others instead of yourself. Boy. And that does make you feel good. And I know you're involved with Rotary and some other fundraising things and uh, giving back to the community. And, and, and so you know firsthand uh, that does make you feel good. And, and, Kim, I want to touch on a little bit of that right now, if you don't mind. Your community service, what are you finding as far as the clubs and so forth that you're involved with? A lot of them have had fundraisers that we've had to push back. What's the uh, mindset, I guess, is everybody just taking a wait and look and see and we'll reschedule kind of a thing? Is it, what, are you, what are you feeling from the, the clubs, the service agencies? I think most service agencies are doing a couple of things. Um, they are working very long hours to switch as much as they can to online, um, whether that's fundraisers, whether that's um, organizing volunteers. 
um, a lot of our volunteer community is in the uh, considered vulnerable population in their 60s or later mm-hmm. or older. So that, that, you know, that leaves a huge hole in volunteers because we want to keep those folks safe. Um, so creating a new volunteer pool, reimagining how we fundraise and how we find volunteers, but also making sure uh, and understanding that when folks are going to be looking for funding for whatever that is, rent, utilities, food, uh, emergency shelter, that the um, parameters to get those things are relaxed a little bit so we can get to those folks quickly and Mm -hmm. cut through a lot of red tape. Um, And that seems to be going very well, as you can imagine. Um, One of the things I love about Franklin County is uh, it's a great community to live in, but when we're in crisis, the amount of people that come together to take care of folks is just gives me goosebumps. It, it, just great groups of people uh, that are working really hard to make sure that our most vulnerable and newly vulnerable folks, um, because who would have thought that our restaurant owners or business owners or the employees of those places would be a newly vulnerable population. Nobody would have foreseen that. So we're we're all scrambling to try to cover as many folks and help as many folks as we can as quickly as we can. Yeah, I agree with you, Kim, and thanks for sharing that. You brought up some more good points, and thank you so much for all your insight this morning. You brought up the the elderly, I mean, a lot of the volunteer base is a retired community or, you know, later on, and and I'm one of them too. And they're the most vulnerable, so you've got to protect them and get the younger people involved. And you you mentioned restaurateurs, and of course, you know, we're all friends with Mike Kalathis, and I think about, you know, Easter coming up, and that's a big day for him with 700 reservations at, you know, $25, $30 a pop. I mean, that's a a big hole in their year. Uh, It's it's sad, and so hopefully, hopefully, we can still uh, celebrate the resurrection, uh, Easter, and everybody can get out and about, but uh, it's, it's getting long in the tooth for that. I mean, it's two weeks from... Two weeks from this Sunday would be Easter, so we'll just have to wait and see, I guess, and pray for the best, and, and pray for these people, and try to reach out and help each uh, each other. So, yeah, I tell you. Um, and on Facebook, they have a Chambersburg Takeout Blitz. Is if you put in that into the search engine in Facebook or the um, search bar in Facebook, um, you will find all the restaurants that are offering takeout and delivery that you can just go pick it up at the door or they'll deliver it to your door um, to help support our local restaurant. Well, thank you. What was that called again, Kim? Takeoutblitz.com? Nope. Um, if Sorry. you go into Facebook um, and just in the search bar, uh, search for Chambersburg Takeout Blitz. Oh, Chambersburg Takeout Blitz on Facebook. Okay. We'll, mm-hmm. make, we'll make a note of that when we hit our, our, our podcast from this morning's interview. Thank you so much, Kim Kreider. She's a yoga instructor, health instructor, a great lady in the community, and she's going to keep fit and active until we get back into business as normal. Thank you so much, Kim, for coming on to 100.9 The Line.